Hi, and welcome. This is Latrice Bartley, co-founder of Beauty and Purpose, where we help you discover your beauty inside and out, embrace your uniqueness, and walk in the fullness of who Christ created you to be. Hey y'all, welcome, welcome, good morning. Listen, it is Motivational Monday. I wanted to just knock it out of the park first thing this morning. So if you are viewing me or you are listening to me, I just want to say good morning. My name is Latrice Bartley with Beauty and Purpose, and I am one of the co-founders. And Motivational Monday is something that God gave me to simply encourage you to jumpstart your week in the Word of God. Y'all, the Word of God is our life. It is our foundation. It is our source. Um, the word is lively. The Bible talks about it is sharper than any two-edged sword. Y'all, it can change your life. Any and everything you could ever deal with is in the word of God. So if you are joining me for the first time and you're like, what is Motivation on Monday? This is what Motivation on Monday is about. It is about anchoring ourselves in the word of God. It is about building a solid foundation in the word of God. And it is about pouring and into the word, pouring over it, meditating in it, um, learning, because this is the only way that we learn a God who cares so much about us. I think about naturally in our relationship, you can say, oh, I love this person or, oh, I love, but if you never want to spend time with them, um, every time they ask you to go out, you're too busy, or they want to talk to you on the phone, you don't have time. You, The more time you spend with someone, the more you get to know them, whether it's the things you want to know or the, you know, that's great or the things that you're like, oh, this is not for me. But the point is time spells love. Um, and I think about that even with my children. I can give them the best gifts. I can tell them we're gone, but I find that the time I spend with them, they remember that the most. They remember us sitting on the couch and, you know, playing a funny game or me making funny faces. And that's more than a hundred dollar gift. And so, Motivational Monday is simply that. It's encouraging you to kick off your week. We don't know what the week holds, but we know who holds the week. And it's not just on Monday. I'm kicking it off on Monday, but Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, y'all, every day we have to be motivated to get in God's word. So let's jump right in. Today's topic, um, it actually came from a place of where I live and I kind of um, titled it aligning my life in the right order. And the reason I chose that because I am a little bit of type A driven, just, yeah, I have issues sometimes, but I am very big about writing out the vision. Um, you know, just, you know, sometimes putting your week in order. I'm constantly a lot of times praying and saying, Lord, you know, I'm always asking him to align me, to make sure I, I last week's motivational Monday was on shift. You know, do we need to shift so that we can see and make sure we're aligned in the word of God? And y'all, I do that all the time. I'm letting the Lord know daily, sometimes just walking throughout my job. And I'm like, Lord, if I'm missing anything, if I'm not in the right place, if there's something in my heart that I don't know, um, I want to make sure that my priorities and what he wants for me is what I want. I don't want anything above and beyond what God has for me or his timing. And so one of the topics that is very near and dear to my heart daily is priorities because sometimes I feel like I have juggling priorities. I feel like I have 
um, pro like 10 priority ones. And it's really a challenge sometimes to know what to pick up and what to put down. But y'all, not trying to be deep, I'm serious. When I was praying about this and doing my meditation, I just kind of laughed because this is where the Lord took me. And I want to take you there. But it made sense. And I want to... um. I just want to kick off this. Maybe if you're like me and you're like my priorities, I'm struggling um, in knowing what to do. I want to give you your two top priorities for the day. Um, so join me as we did right in. The first one, Matthew 22, 37 through 39 is where we're coming. And it says, and Jesus replied to them, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. Verse 38, this is the first and greatest commandment. Verse 39, the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. That is unselfishly seek the best or higher good for others. And that's the amplified version. Y'all, yeah, so those are my top two priorities. And as I kind of sat there, because you know when you're in a closet and you're praying and um, well, I, a lot of times I go, I have a prayer room and it's kind of like my closet as well. And, you know, in my mind, I, I had this great prayer going and Lord, I need you to order my steps and show me my priorities. And so then when I start digging, I felt like he led me and I opened up the Bible and I got to that. I was like, okay, I didn't see that response. Like I thought she was going to tell me whether to pick up the writing and put down this or do that. But he said, no. I want you to remember your first commandment is to love me with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. And if you can check that off, and then he said that we are to love our neighbor as ourselves. And y'all, you know, and it's easy. We can say, oh, we love our neighbor. But when you think about, I'm just using, say, your job, or maybe really you do have a neighbor, and they, you know, they test you, that neighbor that you be like, Lord, oh, Lord. But it's easy to love people that love us. That's not a challenge. But what about the ones that they talk about you? They lie on you. They, they're constantly just a struggle. He said, I need you to love your neighbor as yourself, seeking the best and higher good for them. Wow. And so those were the priorities. Um, he reminded me that loving me and loving others are your two top daily priorities. And when you lead with these, everything else will fall into place. And I'm going to be honest, I didn't expect that answer. That's not what I expected. I expected like, Therese, I'm leading you right now to do thus and so. But he said, no, this is what I want to be on the forefront. And then I want to take you to Deuteronomy 6, 5 through 7. Now, um, I want to read it in the Amplified Version. In the Amplified Version, it says, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and mind, with all your soul, and with all your strength, your entire being. Verse 6, These words which I am commanding you today shall be written on your heart and mind. Verse 7, You shall teach them diligently to your children. In brackets, it says, impressing God's precepts on their minds and penetrating their hearts with his truths and shall speak of them when you sit in your house and when you walk on the road and when you lie down and when you get up. So now in Deuteronomy, we get a little bit to me and the Amplify in depth of the priority he gave, verse one. 
the first priority because we say, you know, okay, yeah, I love the Lord, my God, with all my heart, with all my mind and with all my soul. Of course I do. But when you look at the Amplify, it says your entire being. So when I think about my entire being, you know me, I had to research. I had to define some things. So I want you to come with me. I, I learned in um, my sister circle retreat I went to last week. I'm going to be talking about it all year long, the end of this year and the beginning of the next year. Bless my whole life. But one of the things I learned um, from my class, I took a class on studying and teaching the word of God. Of course, that was near to my heart. And I love the facilitator. But one of the things that she shared is a lot of times we can go into, you know, our prayer time and our study time and we want to talk, you know, okay, Lord, I just, but we need to start out just praying, asking God to give us interpretation and be quiet. Listen, then read the scripture aloud, then look for keywords that spoke to us, then read it again. And those key words, you know, what, what is it saying to us? What is standing out? And then as we're connecting with these words, what is it telling us to do? Y'all, that changed my whole life in just studying the word because immediately after she taught us that one little nugget, it's like reading the word, just stuff jumps out, you know? And so I want to just define some words that jumped out in that passage. The first one is all, because it said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and mind and with all your soul and with all your strength. So all says completely taken up with, given to or absorbed by, entirely consumed as much as possible. So you can say, oh, I love the Lord. Oh, of course I love him with all my heart, my mind and soul. But are you consumed? Is your life, your money, your marriage, your children, your job, your business, everything about you screaming Christ? Or is it, I love him in church, but outside of that, no one else would know. Another word, diligently stood out to me, which means steady, earnest, energetic, constant in effort to accomplish something, attentive and persistent in doing things. And y'all, that was important to me because again, when you think about your entire being, that's everything in me. Um, it, and it said it should be written on your heart and your mind. And so in other words, I'm consumed. Everything about God should be I should be a walking display for the kingdom of God. I should be one that the, the Lord is being seen in everything that I do. And that is very, very important to me. Because when you are talking about loving someone with your entire being, as the word of God is talking about, y'all, that is like, wow, um, your entire being. And I mean, everything within you is... I'm my my thoughts, my values, um, how I live my life, how I work, how I respond to challenges, how I everything, your entire being. And so that's a big, you know, that's a big order. It's not just, oh yeah, I love you. Yeah, I love. No, he said your entire being. Now, um, and, and remember, we're still talking about priorities, but in verse seven, I said, oh, well, here's another look, if I could say aside that to that priority, it says you shall teach them diligently, diligently to your children. And in brackets, it says impressing God's precepts on their minds and penetrating their hearts with his truths. Y'all listen, 
diligently. It says, again, steady, earnest, constant in effort to accomplish something, attentive and persistent. And so that is a tall order in itself. And we're talking about priorities. You know, I'm like, Lord, you're going to tell me whether to write this or record this today or go do this or do that. But the Lord said, I need you to love me with all your heart, mind, and soul. But then not only are you going to... um. Are you going to love me with your heart, mind, and soul? He said, but then you're going to teach your children my precepts, the, my, my word, everything about my word. You're putting them in those children. That's your church. That's your first church. You know, and when you look at how important that is, I'm talking about, right, that nothing takes precedence over my family. And so God reminded me, which I'm doing, but y'all, when you think about the word diligently, it says literally energetic. It's not like, oh, come on, let's do this family Bible study. But no, it says energetic, steady, constant in effort and attentive and persistent because I'm, I am, I am after accomplishing, accomplishing something. And that is allowing my children to know that your father and I have made it as far as we are. We are successful as far if, if you call this success and, and we are successful, but it is all because of Jesus. And so it is our, our total goal is to get our children not only walking and um, believing in the things of God, but we want to not just tell them, be saved, live holy, but we want to teach them why does it matter that you live holy? Why is it that you should serve God? We want our lives and things, and as we're even believing things for our family, I think about Javier and I. There's some things that we believe in. We've shared them with our children. And it's funny when we do our prayer time in the car, Miles and Langston, they will incorporate it in their prayer. We want them to know that this is something so that when God manifested, because we know he is, that they will be just as excited because they can see their prayers being answered. And so y'all, this is a big thing. It says to literally, we are to be impressing God's precepts on their mind and penetrating their hearts with his truths. Because here the culture and the world is going to tell them there's another truth. But they've got to know the word of God so that there will be an instant, an instant conflict to say, wait a minute, something don't line up right. And so that was so important to me. But here's the next thing it says, and you shall speak of them when you sit in your house and when you walk on the road and when you lie down and when you get up. And so y'all going back really quick, I wanted to, these two words stood out when we're talking about impressing, I defined impressing to affect deeply or strongly in minds or feelings, influence in opinion, to urge as something to be remembered or done. Y'all, this is what we want to do with our children. We want to impress God's precepts. We do want to influence them. And then teaching is to impart knowledge of or skill, to give instruction. And But here's where I love it. We still talking about priorities. Now, this is all in that you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and mind, with all your soul and with all your strength. But verse seven gives us some more in that order. But y'all, it the last part of that verse says, and you shall speak of them when you sit in your house and when you walk on the road and when you lie down and when you get up. And listen, I just looked up speak, talk, and it says expressing words. So I'm still talking about priorities. 
But it says, not only are you to love me with your entire being, then you have a responsibility to teach your children, impress um, the word of God and penetrate it in their hearts. But then it said, you should be speaking of them when you sit down, when you walk in, when you lie down, when you get up, y'all. That's what the word of God, that's what this in Deuteronomy is saying. That is a priority. And so if you are a person that you went to church, but nobody at your work knows about the Lord, nobody, none of your friends know that you living for Jesus. Are you really an ambassador for Christ? Are you doing just what it says? It said you shall speak of them when you in your house. So if somebody coming in your house and they fellowship it, it should be some good fellowship. But at some point in, in that conversation, are you getting a, the gospel of Jesus Christ out? And here's the thing. The Holy Spirit is so beautiful. He gives us wisdom. It doesn't mean when you go into the... Um, you know, going to your job. Good morning. Jesus saves. You know, it's like, that's not authentic, y'all. You know, or did you enjoy your lunch? Honey, it was blessed. I tell you, it was that lettuce. You know, it's like, y'all, let's not be deep. But there's a way to be practical, but really to use every opportunity that we can for Christ. And the Lord, as we pray, I believe the Holy Spirit will give those opportunities. When you just know someone's coming to your house and maybe they don't know the Lord and they say, girl, I want to come over and hang out. Ask the Holy Spirit to open up that door. Lord, before they leave, just if it's a simple nugget or something, or maybe how I live or respond to my child, that's something that triggers, allow the Holy Spirit spirit to create those moments. So y'all, I said all that to say, well, to say, this is what I got when I asked the Lord about my priorities for this week. And this, this is a tall Lord. I said, Oh, he said, you do that and everything else will fall into place. And so I want to leave you with first John five and three, the amplified version. And it says for the true love of God is this, that we habitually keep his commandments and remain focused on his precepts and his commandments and his precepts are not difficult to obey. And I wanted to leave you with that. Of course, I looked up habitually. That was the word that stood out to me. And habitually is defined as by way of habit, regularly, repeatedly. And so y'all, if we are loving him, he said you are to repeatedly, you are regularly by way of habit, you should be aligning your life up to my word. And here's the thing, he ended and he said, it ain't difficult. It's not difficult. So you might be looking at me and say, okay, well, I thought I loved the Lord with all my mind and all my heart and all my soul, but it seemed hard. He said it's not because when you have the true love of God in you, y'all, it compels you. It it's something about even when you make a mistake, we're human, we're going to make mistakes, but you're quick to get it right and say, Lord, I'm sorry, this was a bad day. My attitude and how I responded to that lady was not right. It's getting it right. And so I want to encourage you today, like me, I wish I could tell you, I was going to give you your whole list of priorities and what the Lord revealed to me. I didn't get that. He said, your first priority is to love me with all your soul and with all your mind. 
Y'all, and with all everything in us, our entire being, our heart, our soul and might. And then when you delve into that some more Deuteronomy, he said, then you should be teaching that, that that you love, putting it into your children, putting it into them so that they will walk upright before me. And then we still have to love our neighbors as ourselves, y'all. Uh, that's a whole, look, that's number two. This was all just in number one. But at the end, he said again, in 1 John 5 and 3, for the true love of God is this, that we habitually keep his commandments and remain focused on his precepts. And y'all, he said, and they are not difficult to obey. And I believe when we center those and he see that our life is centered on him, everything else will be added. He said, I got you. I know you got a lot on your list, but when you keep me at the focus, I'll show you where to go. Because when I am your entire being, I got everything else and I got everything else covered. So I just want to encourage you today to do those two things, y'all. I know it feel like a lot more than two, but listen, love him with your entire being, get in this word, delve into this word, pour over this word so you can learn his promises. So you can even know what to stay away from and what to embrace. Getting in this word, it is our foundation, y'all. It is what is going to propel us forward. It is the word of God is a protection. In the word of God is wisdom, is joy, everything we need. So I pray something I said blessed you. Have a blessed week this week. We will be doing a midweek check-in. Look for part three of Resilient Series, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Remember, this is Latrice Bartley with Beauty and Purpose, reminding you that you were created for such a time as this.